Yeah, you, you're exactly right. Um, obviously, you know, 20 years ago, we all wore metal spikes, you know, and the metal spikes, I honestly didn't think they were too bad for the greens because they actually went into the into the ground, and it wasn't too bad. As long as people picked their feet up, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> Nowadays, when you go, our shoe sales anymore are 50% soft spikes and 50% no spikes at all. So, yeah, the tennis shoes sell. You know, and, it, and I tell people, depending on when, what time of the day you play or – you know, what kind of conditions you're playing in. I will say if you're playing in the afternoon and it's pretty dry, you really don't need the spike. Some of these shoes that are made actually grip better than actually the soft spikes. Footjoy makes their Pro SL shoe, which is, you know, very prevalent on the PGA Tour. They have a lot of little nubs on them, and the contact points on the ground are actually better than wearing soft spikes. So, you know, people look at that and they say, oh, should I wear this or should I not? Do I need a waterproof shoe? And most of the shoes that you find are waterproof. There's only a few. If you're if you're in the 39 to 49.95 range, they're not going to be waterproof, but they're going to be comfortable. They're going to be a tennis shoe style. But um, you just kind of have to analyze the conditions you're playing in, whether it's wet in the mornings or in the afternoons, and you can kind of find a shoe for you. And a little bit of your golf swing may dictate that too. You need a lot of footing, or you somebody that swings that really hard, you lose your balance a whole lot. Or if you're a slow swinger and that's not really an issue, then you kind of want to find something that's really, really comfortable. Well, Dan, that leads me right into my next question because I agree with you. The current golf shoe is very comfortable, I think, compared to 10, 15 years ago. But are they as efficient for keeping our feet in place and such? Comfortability and and working for us in our game, there's kind of a mid-range there. You want to get both. Yeah, exactly. And I have, you know, I have a pair of each. You know, like I said, I have some that I – I feel that really grab good. And, you know, like if you get the foot joy, you know, the premiers or dry joys, they're, they're very best one. You know, you have nubs on the bottom and you have soft spikes. And once again, they're, they're fantastic. I mean, you're not going to move, but once again, that's $179 and $199 pair of shoes. You know, if you're, but most of the other shoes are around, you know, 139 to 89.95. You can get a really good pair of shoes. Um, but it's, once again, it's, it's just going to be uncomfortability. You know, for me, my feet aren't very, I, I have, I have problems with my feet as well. So a lot of times I'm trying to find something that's really comfortable unless I really need the traction. So, um, yeah, it's just going to be for everybody individually and what, 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 what's kind of the most value to you, whether it's comfort footing or what have you, sometimes you just want to be comfortable out there. With us is Dan Dock, again, the teaching professional at Windmill Lakes Golf Club and our morning show golf pro here for about 20 years here with me here on the show. Dan, let me ask you this. It's also changed as far as courses and what they allow as far as spikes on the course. Talk about that side of the story and why the change was put into place about a lot of courses not allowing the metal spikes. Yeah, Joe, it's funny. I think that Muirfield Village was one of the first ones to start it and said, well, we're going to go to soft spikes only when everybody thought they were crazy. And if you remember, we'd go and we'd change shoes. You know, it's like we change every time somebody would show up in spikes, you know, all of a sudden you hear the clickety-clank. And the other thing you think about is you know, how much better is it on your clubhouses? I mean, the carpeting, when you used to wear those metal spikes, you'd tear up carpets. I mean, every every clubhouse was changing their carpets every you know, two to three years at if not earlier. So the soft spikes have really just, you know, you don't see as many spike marks on the greens. I mean, if you, I, I don't know if anybody remember, I'm showing my age, <laughs> but back when, you know, you'd go to league play in the evenings, those greens look terrible and you weren't allowed to tap down spike marks as well. So nowadays the rules have changed where you are allowed to tap down anything in your line, which I think is a great rule change that happened about two to three years ago. 
where you can actually tap down any spike mark or anything else. But I tell you what, you play at 6 o'clock at night or 7 o'clock in the morning now, and the greens look fabulous. So they really, really have improved the putting surfaces all in all. You know, we can we can certainly aerate in deep time green, so you really don't need the spikes to do it. And once again, we, you just see everybody dragging their feet along the ground where they don't somebody that, that didn't walk correctly. So they're much, much better. And I think that's why the greens that we play on today are are absolutely fabulous. And not too many courses you go to anymore that you don't say, boy, these greens are really, really good. Dan, are there any's that still allow the metal spikes? Well, it's funny. The PGA Tour still allows metal spikes. So mm-hmm. it's the only time that you'll see that's kind of weird. Like when I was at Firestone, you know, you'd hear the clippity-clop, and you'd be like, what's that? And you realize, okay. And I would say about... 30 to 40% on the tour actually wear the, the metal spikes. Not too many do, just because of the weight of your, your shoe. I mean, it's going to be a lot, lot heavier, you know, walking around. So not too many people are actually doing that. So, um, and those guys walk so much. I mean, throughout the week when you're playing, you know, four or five rounds of golf, six rounds of golf in a week. So most of them are still wearing um, soft spikes. And they're, they're, their swings are so good and the balance is so good. So they're, they're, they're not seeing the huge um you know, difference from the soft spikes to middle spikes. My, I tell you what, it was like spring golf yesterday, wasn't it, Dan? I mean, I was outside <laughs> getting a walk in, and it was just beautiful. I wanted to go out and hit the sticks a little bit. I imagine people are probably clamoring and calling your phone to see if they can get out. I know. It's a, it's a global <laughs> warming. With, with the Windmill Golf Center, we were packed yesterday. People hitting range balls. I know Raccoon Hill was open yesterday over in Stowe area, and I know Zor and Wilkshire are going to be open this weekend. Wouldn't surprise me if Chippewa is open. So a lot of the courses, a little bit farther south, and, and the ones that drive better, they're going to be open this weekend. We we typically do not open at Windmill Lake just because we'll, we'll keep we'll wait till March or April because the course course tends to be a little bit wetter than some of the other ones. So, but um, yeah, there'll be a lot of courses open. I've heard people all uh, the other tee times book for the weekend. It's kind of, it's kind of nice. Dan, my, the final thing I wanted to bring up this morning, and you mentioned it, Chippewa, and I know you have a history there, but. Chippewa Golf Club, you, I'm sure you saw this, got recognition as one of the top public golf courses in the country just last week. And it is an enjoyable course. You've got the Bermuda Triangle out there and gets a ton of play at Chippewa. Yeah, I saw that. I, in fact, I just um, talked to Brad Stewart, who's a, the owner and the superintendent out there. You know, quite an honor. Like I said, he's done just a fabulous job out there. The course is always in perfect condition and you know a lot of that um was based off of reviews and comments and i think they get a lot of great reviews and comments just because they treat people the right way out there too and the golf course is always really really good so yeah if you haven't been out there to play it it's um it's certainly worth getting out there to play for sure and it's it's great it's located in a nice area you know right off of 21 there you can get to it from anywhere and once again the course is just always really good it's really really dry so spring golf is is great there chippewa we always flourish with the with the, because of the, the soil and the, everything was very, very, um, very, very firm even at this time of the year. So congratulations to them.